Hello, 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 everyone. This is Reagan Thompson. Today, we are going to explore the topic of let your divine intuition become your ultimate guide. We are going to take a deep dive into this topic with our guest, Christine Ling, a medical intuitive and energy healer. But before we begin, let's start with some questions for our listeners. What is divine intuition? How do we begin to understand our own divine intuition? Why are some more intuitive than others? How can someone begin to learn about their intuition and how to tap into it? My guest today is Christine Lang. Christine is a medical intuitive and energy healer. For over 20 years, she's helped thousands of clients heal physically, mentally, and emotionally. Her powerful sessions focus on resolving symptoms and offering channeled guidance on improving all aspects of one's life. She's the author of The Body Whisperer, Your Symptoms Tell Me Your Truth, available through Amazon and local bookstores. Well, hello today. Hello, Christine. I'm so happy to have you on my show today. Oh, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Welcome. I am just really grateful you came on because uh, talking about intuition today, we're going to be talking about the our beautiful divine intuition. And uh, this has been such a gift in my life. You know, um, I definitely came in as a very intuitive, wise, creative, bright soul. And uh, it, my intuition was always very strong as a child. And there was this time where I was very awake to it, and there was also a time in this life where I went to sleep to it for a little while. Without getting into the whole story about that, that, that happens often, I know, as you know, on the planet. And coming back into awakening into my divine intuition again and letting that be my guide in life has been this exquisite journey of awakening to being able to not only help my own soul evolve and, and learn its beautiful divine soul lessons, but as well help others and, and the work that I do with them as an intuitive to do the same. So today, I wanted just to go on a journey with you and explore the topic around intuition. So I would love to explore this topic with you around intuition. I have, uh, we have a mutual friend, uh, Forrest. And um, for those of you who don't know Forrest, he's a beautiful man in the world. He's a beautiful soul that does wonderful work to bring more consciousness to humanity in his own way. And she has worked with this beautiful man that I know as well, a friend of mine. And he was sharing some really incredible things about your journey together. You, although you didn't work together for a long time, you helped him greatly in his life. I just want to hear a little bit more about that story because it, it really touched me in your ability to be so um, exquisitely um, precise with your divine intuition capability. Well, he, he was having some health issues that were very confusing to doctors. And I would say frequently that's when I get called in is when doctors can't, either symptoms are migrating or they don't match anyone, um, you know, diagnosis. And they were recommending a surgery for him um, that, I, that I got what I call pushback. Or, you know, when somebody tells you something and you lean back, you're like, ooh, I don't know, right? And so I said, you know, what if we just kind of sat and meditated on that for a little bit and let me just kind of get in touch with your spirit and see. And, and his spirit had a recommendation for an herb to try and it, it worked wonders. And then we combined that with some energy work and avoided the surgery and he regained his health. And it was a, it was a pivotal turning point for him to regain his health and for him to see that his, 
his body was sending him messages. And most of us are raised to believe that our body is like this bio machine that's just going to start breaking down and you have to replace the parts or go to the doctor and get drugs to, you know, medicate over it. And to see your body as actually sending you messages about where your life is out of balance or, you know, how you can get in greater flow and get more connected to your own intuition and to your spirit is a very different way of looking at your body. And so it was a pivotal moment for him to recognize, oh, wait a minute, my body's like this, you know, answering machine and my spirit's leaving me messages here. I don't want to just medicate over it. I want to figure out what that is. So it started a real journey for him. And he started the Consciousness Network and puts on events because he was really inspired by, by his own journey. Would you tell me more about what it was specifically? I know that you're, as far as the intuitive capability you have, more your emphasis is more towards medical intuition. Is that what's right. going on? I would say um, a lot of what I do is um, working with people who have what I would call chronic stuff. I, I don't want to diagnose. I, I don't want to try to play doctor. But once people say, you know, I have chronic headaches, I have back pain, I have IBS, I have you know allergies, food sensitivities, a lot of times these things are messages that your spirit is leaving, living for you on your body and, and trying to help you see where you're resisting, speaking your own truth, living your own truth. So whether it's chronic stomach aches or back pain or colon issues or shoulder and neck issues, sore throats, laryngitis, all these different areas of the body correspond to different types of messages that our spirit wants us to understand. And so once we begin seeing our body as that sort of roadmap, then we can start interpreting those messages and then combined with different things that you can do to start tapping into your own intuition more, such as journaling or meditating, then people become more intuitive and they become more in sync with their own spirit, their own higher truth. Mm -hmm. So your definition of divine intuition or intuition in general is what exactly then? Well, you know, the, the dictionary defines intuition as knowing something without the use of logic. And I would add to that that it is knowing something and how we know it. We can't always describe, but we feel it. And so one of the examples I can think of is when your phone rings and it's across the room and you know who it is. That's, you can't use logic to know who it is unless you happen to just, you know, be waiting for a call. And, and that is when someone is thinking about you and they want to call you, they're sending energy towards you. And when your phone rings, you tune into your own energy field and you feel that person's energy in your energy field. That's how you know who it is. And all that happens instantaneously. And when we're choosing a college to go to or a house to buy or to rent, it's like comparing apples to oranges. Even if we think we've, we've made this list of pros and cons of all of them, there's so many different things. Well, this one has a two-car garage, and this has a one-car garage, but it's closer to school. And there's so many things. It is really apples and oranges. And in the end, we choose it based on our intuition, and then we use our logic to rationalize what we just decided, what we were just led to decide from our spirit. So divine intuition is your spirit saying yes, yes, yes to something that is that you're being guided to by your spirit, your angels, your guides, and helping you feel your way towards your truth. I like what you're saying about, you know, this idea about getting to a place where your intuition comes, it sounds like really online in a way that is reflected by the fact of you getting more in touch with yourself, your, your, your true divine self, right? It's, it's, it's those, those come to hand in hand. You can't separate that. And I know that so well, because like I was saying, just that brief history of my, my life, it's just been this powerful experience of really starting to become 
obviously a more intuitive as I've discovered more of who I really am, you know, more of um, what makes me um, who I am, which is, gosh, I, I get into my soul's uh, wishes, desires, um, what it came here to learn, um, as far as even uh, the greater challenges I came here to face. Uh, there's so many facets to this soul experience I think we're going through. And the more that I've taken it off of being this this one thing that's happening in this moment and it doesn't affect anything else, right? This whole, or the, and then the life of what my life is happening to me, rather this whole bigger picture of seeing, you know, every moment is sacred and powerful and it does connect to another moment. And the only moment we really have is this moment. That's something I've had to grow towards as well as help others do the same. And as that's happened, I've seen my intuition grow. So that's also what I want to kind of help the listeners with because I think a lot of people out there question whether or not they also have intuition and, and if, if this is just like a special gift certain people have. And I believe that we all have that ability. It's just whether or not where we're at or basically it's whether or not we are at a place where we're starting to develop it or tap into it and how to get there. So just maybe just uh, take us on a journey with that as well. Sure. I, well, first, let's differentiate when you're not listening to your intuition, what are you listening to? And you're listening to your ego or your ego mind. And, and our, our intuition is our spirit being expressed through our heart, through feelings, through emotions, but through our heart. And your ego mind is being expressed through your mind as fear. So when we're, when we're not being led by our spirit and our intuition, we're being ruled by our logical mind, trying to avoid all the results we don't want. And so it ends up being a much more fear-based way of living. And we tend to rely on logic and deductive and inductive reasoning versus feeling our way through something. And people say, how do I know if I'm making a decision from intuition or from my ego mind? One of the things I say is pay attention to how fast you're going. In order to really connect to your intuition, you have to slow down. One of my favorite Buddhist expressions is, is from the Buddha's be still and know. And that you can't know your truth because you have to feel it. You can't know your truth if you're running. If you're like the roadrunner, you know, cartoon character that's just going, running in place. And that's how most people are. From the minute their feet hit the floor in the morning when they get out of bed till the minute they go back to bed, they are in perpetual motion and they feel like they're juggling balls. They've got 10 things going at once. There's no way you're in touch with your intuition if you're juggling multiple things and you're in this frenzied state all day long. So... When you're not drawing from your intuition, you're letting your ego mind run the show. And then you're going to get, you know, decisions and, and guidance that feels logical, but it might not be divinely guided and it might not be the one that you're going to be the happiest with later. Yeah, there's always these many doors that we can walk through, right? In every moment, there's various doors and they're just... And, and I, I really like to help people and not just friends or associates slash clients, what, whatnot, to see that each door that we walk through, there really is no wrong or bad door. It's, it's going to, let's just take off all judgment in, in itself, right? Just, you know, because that's exactly what the ego wants for us to judge and label and, and fear and all these wonderful, not so easy things to do, right? And, and yeah, it's part of what the mechanism is made of. The ego in itself is a control-seeking, safety-seeking, fear-based mechanism, which is going to constantly get us to think the way you're saying. And so really, it's so true that, you know, if we can all, and I'm just really 
reflecting this to the, our listeners is slowing down and taking that moment of, um, and, it, and it feels that in the, in the moment, maybe like it's taking so long, but what's worth it, it's so worth it on the other side of taking that extra time that the door that you do get to walk through most likely will be a door where it's more in your greatest and highest good slash maybe a door that makes you feel um, a little less waves, less pain. Because it's true well, that, more you know, in the flow. Yeah, exactly. And and we don't need to, I think we've all learned enough through pain and suffering in the past. You know, we did, yeah. humanity surely fell, you know, thousands of years ago. And I think we just, we're still coming out of that darker time, those ages of, of suffering being the way to learn, right? And so right. I do feel that we're entering into a time period, which is so great, not only that you and I can have this conversation about intuition and to be received, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, yeah. oh, I, I've heard something about this. Everyone seems to kind of know a little something about this now. Um, a lot of people, more than than it, than it was. And that they're not only starting to want to know about it, but they're starting to tap into, I too have this. And so how powerful that would be if that many more people on the planet started to slow down and tap in because you know, the decisions that we're making, the choices that we're making are just really going to be a lot more conducive to learning that isn't full of suffering. Right. And I think our culture is our educational system, our marketing system is all still geared towards if we pressure people into high productivity, just perform, 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 race, 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 that's going to benefit everybody else. Not good for the person necessarily, but it's going to benefit everybody else, but it actually doesn't. And I think people are finally starting to question that, like, wow, what if that was just a whole bunch of wasted time and energy that I just, you know, ran in place and ran 57 different errands. And if I sat at home and got really centered, I'd realize the three errands I needed to run, everything else I'd buy online and I could have gotten, you know, a different sense of the day. And so I think people are beginning to question those underlying assumptions that, you know, whoever is the most frenetic each day wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's powerful. I I definitely come from a, a family that likes to move quickly, and it's been a big undertaking to really slow it down. And so it's um and and I have I've slowed down a lot over the years. And it's funny that once we start to slow down, also we're dealing with this collective experience where those around us might be like, "Why are you doing that? Don't slow right. down." And and so to break free of the herd per se. And to start to actually live this way of slowing it down and tapping in and listening and really just hearing our soul and our spirit speak to us is, it's not really the cool thing to do yet, right? If you were to like <laughs> state it in that kind of uh, egoic way. <laughs> well, and I think in the 80s and 90s, your job title was where you got prestige. And, and now how busy you are and how overwhelmed you are has become how you get your badge of honor. Mm-hmm. And I think just in the last four or five years, people are starting to question that. Like, mm, that, we might have been sold a bill of goods on that. I don't know that that really brings me what I think I'm going to want. And and so now we're having people who are slowing down, getting centered, and they're actually getting into the flow of things more and manifesting faster than the people who are simply doing the busy work. And, you know, results speak, right? So when people start manifesting things and having a life that has more ease, more flow, and more results, and they're moving slower, then the proof is in the pudding, right? People start paying attention to that. Mm -hmm. And when I first started my practice 20 years ago, I had three employees. I, you know, had a big rented space. We we did everything really differently. And now, thanks to, you know, technology and automation, things I have, I have zero employees. 
My life is much calmer. My salary is exactly the same. And it's yeah. just it's just getting in the flow of it and feeling like this is this is a very you know beautiful way to work and I feel like I can be really accessible this way and it just feels in harmony with how my spirit wants to be present in the world. Mm-hmm. So to get more specific with you know for our listeners um, you know for those who really have not even begun this journey um, you know to slow down start to listen to their intuition. Um, what can we offer them today that would be helpful for them to get started on that journey to do so? And as well, um, any suggestions moving forward that maybe you would suggest for someone who's just getting going? I I know when I, um, my journey happened, um, just a two minute spiel on that. So my journey happened because I went through law school and during uh, my second year of law school developed allergies and was, you know, walking around with a box of tissues all the time or, you know, taking Benadryl and drinking Diet Coke. And, it, and both options were awful. And so I started studying alternative medicine and, and made the connection between when I had higher stress, I had worse allergies. And so I thought, oh, I should learn to meditate. And I couldn't. It was just, it was the most impossible thing in the world because I thought meditation was you had to stop your thoughts, which of course you can't do until you die. So I was horrible at it and got really frustrated. And instead did yoga and Tai Chi. And those are sometimes referred to as moving meditation. And it starts that process of slowing you down. From there, I then went to some guided meditations. And then I went into meditation. And so it I had to do a stepping stone approach because to just sit down and try to meditate just made me feel like a crazy person. And so that's, I actually, on my website, have a bunch of free guided meditations because I know how helpful those were to me in the beginning. And I have guided meditations to help for specific things like I feel overwhelmed, I don't know which thing to do first, or I need help making this decision, or I don't know why my body feels like this, so that people can feel like their meditation can be productive, so they're, quote, doing something, but they're still getting help in slowing down the mind. So, you know, to then answer your your question, I think that, that when I started slowing down and really meditating, and then I learned how to do energy healing, And before I offered a friend an energy treatment, I would say, well, let me just come home and take off my lawyer suit and sit down and meditate just to change channels in my brain. And I would just know something. It'd be one word or one phrase. And I would mention it to my friend before I gave her energy. And she'd say, that's true. How do you know that? And I'd say, I don't know how I know that. It just came to me when I was meditating. And after the third time this happened, one of my friends said, who are you talking to up there? And I said, I don't know. And I went back upstairs and sat in my meditation chair and my spirit said, welcome home. And tears started running down my face. And she said, this is who you came here to be. Get ready. And I started sitting for three or four hours a day in meditation. And she would say, this is, this is what it feels like when somebody has blood pressure medication in their system. This is what I'm going to show you when a person has a compromised liver. This is, and I just started receiving instruction on what I was going to be picking up. And that was 20 some years ago, 22 years ago. And I've been seeing clients ever since. And walking that through, then through that same process of understanding that your spirit's trying to talk to you all the time. And our spirit speaks to us through feelings and emotions. And we usually suppress those because we, quote, don't have time for them. <laughs> so we think, I'm too busy. I, it's going to be inconvenient to have feelings and emotions. Let me just plow ahead. So when we sit down, whether it's to meditate or journal or to slow down and do yoga or Tai Chi, it's acknowledging there's a, there's a higher message and we're willing to start receiving it. And I think that's the first step is just that acknowledgement. 
And, and so whatever vehicle you use to begin to slow down, they can all be effective. Journaling is effective. Meditation is effective. But it's holding that intent to receive, to receive that information. I actually had a, a, a Catholic nun come to see me once for some back pain. And I said, I'm sister, I'm surprised to see you here. And she said, well, someone very wise told me once that praying is speaking to God and meditating is listening. Which do you think is most important? And that got my attention and, and deepened my meditation practice. So I think holding that intent to receive the information from your spirit and then making that time. And it's really hard, like we were just saying, in a culture that values how much you do, do, do and produce each day to volunteer to, quote, sit and do nothing in meditation or journaling or go to yoga or get a massage. But something that helps us slow down and receive is that first step in honoring the messages your spirit's sending you. Gosh, I'm really hearing it's so important to really stress how um, actually beautiful and empowering silencing oneself and slowing down is rather than this whole idea of, you know, that's, you know, you wasting time or not getting things done or not being effective in this world. It's just really just flipping that on its backside, which, of course, you know, we're doing our best as and the humanity to do so, right? You know, right. consciousness is expanding. It's, it is happening um, for those who <laughs> like to have a pessimistic view. You know, um, yeah. it is happening. It's, it's just maybe not happening as fast as you want it to. Um, it's, right. it's happening. So meanwhile, silence and slowing down and like you said, setting that conscious, willful intention to receive um, right. is so important. And gosh, I know that well. You know, we talk a lot about intention and kind of throw around the word and mm-hmm. really to be intentional creatively throughout the day is so powerful. And so when it comes to intuition, um, I certainly know that I set a conscious willful intention greatly, especially when I'm working with clients, because it's then that I receive, right? Because spirit's like right. waiting for you. What's, what do you, I mean, it's always right. Like you said, always want, wanting to help, always right. there to assist. And you got to ask, you got to ask for help. Right. And it's really funny. I, I do a lot of goddess work and feminine, divine feminine work. And <laughs> especially for women these days, right? Still this whole neat ask for help piece, right? Like it's difficult for women. They're still having a t- trouble with that at times. You know, that's, that's, that's weakness. And so even well, and this is this the first generation, stand, this mm-hmm. is that first generation to step out of that old model, right? I mean, like in the 60s, yeah. 70s and 80s, it's like women worked so hard to show they could do everything. Then we, they didn't want to ask because like you said, it was a weakness. And, and now we're swinging that back around. And part of that divine feminine is about yielding and softness and hearing and listening versus speaking. And I always say that that feminine energy is like the catcher's mitt, right? And the male energy is like that arrow going forward. And so if you want to receive, you're going to have to sit back in that in that female energy, whether you're a man or a woman, sitting in that female energy of just receiving like you've got a satellite dish in front of your chest that's just taking in information. And that's that's how it's going to come to you. Mm-hmm. And so as far as just sharing with our listeners around what are some of the many benefits, I'm sure, of uh, tapping into our intuition and starting to live a life of really listening in this way? I would say the first benefit that my students probably have, because I teach a lot of classes in in this, is that they say that their life gets easier and that it makes more sense. 
So I think that, you know, all of us were, most of us were raised with these things of like, stuff just happens, right? There's a randomness to the universe and that's how things are explained. And what I say is that couldn't be further from the truth. There's a reason for everything. And most of the reasons you can get in meditation, in, you know, by making yourself accessible to it, your spirit is not trying to hold out on the reason something happened in the past. Your spirit might hold out on what's going to happen in the future because she wants you to play it through. But most of the time people say, you know, why was I in that car accident four years ago? Or why did I break my arm in the seventh grade and couldn't go on the school field trip? Their spirit's happy to go, oh, this is why. And tell me. And, and what people start to realize is that things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. And once you have that, that recognition, everything shifts. And now instead of becoming upset that this occurred, you become curious as to why. And you develop a different relationship with not only your spirit, but with the universe. And the question becomes not, how could you do this to me? God, my spirit, the universe. But, oh, why? How is this for my benefit? And that puts you in that inquiring state of mind where you're open and you're curious and you're, you're open to receiving. So people, I would say, when they get in touch with their intuition, they feel not only more purposeful, they feel more safe. Things make more sense and things don't feel random and scary. So their anxiety levels go down, their confidence tends to go up, and they realize that things are being done intentionally to assist their whole journey and deepen their experience here. And, and then it just brings a different slant to how they're living their life. In addition, I would say they, things get easier. You know, mm -hmm. they, there's more flow, there's more, things make more sense, they get more clues. From the littlest thing of if I'm sitting and I'm really in an intuitive state because I've just been meditating or, or journaling and then I'll just hear, call that person right now and I'll call and she'll say, oh my gosh, this is the seven minute period I'm in my office all day. I can't believe you called right now. So just those little tidbit things like that, you know, if somebody says to me, oh, there's three restaurants we could go to, let Christine pick which one, I'm probably going to be like, oh, it's that one and we go and there's no wait or, you know, it's just making your life easier in those little ways, your spirit's happy to give you that kind of guidance if you tune in. Mm -hmm. So this has been so great, Christine, because um, as you know, I work as an intuitive as well in my own way. And it's so interesting to be around um, other intuitives that do its specific type of intuitive work and um, really just so lovely to meet another medical intuitive. I've only met a couple in this life. And, um, you know, I think that what's so powerful about this topic is that it's available to everyone. You know, there yes. is, there, this is not something that's just unique to you and I, because, you know, maybe we do some healing work with people and no, it's, it's, an, it's available to everyone and whether or not their relationship with God, spirit, the universe is whatever it is, whatever they imagine it to be, it's still, right. this is available to you. <laughs> right. 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 And so um, I think sometimes there's that perception, well, you know, do I need to be like, like really spiritual and God centered constantly to be, you know, and it's really, it's really not about that. It's really about. No. And people, people ask me if I was, you know, were you born with these gifts? And, and I actually get kind of turned off from the people who say, well, when I, ever since I was three, I was talking to, you know, guys and everything because it makes everyone else feel like, well, I guess I'm not special. And I always say, I, I was a lawyer, for goodness sake. I was as far away from spirituality as you can get. I used to work with negative energy. Now I work with positive energy. And, and so I say it's like playing a musical instrument. Like, you know, my abilities, your abilities might be like Yo-Yo Ma, but we can get everybody playing the violin. How, how good is going to depend, you know, on how much you practice and what your natural ear is like. And there's lots of variables, but everyone can play. Mm -hmm. 
I'm so hoping for you all, all these beautiful people that are listening today, please, please, if you have any doubt about your ability to be intuitive, it sounds like you've got something you want to share about here in a moment. Christina has a class. There's other resources out there in the community and beyond where you can learn to tap into your intuition. So also knowing um, or also sharing with our listeners that, you know, if you're still not sure how to get started, there are there is a way to get started. And there certainly is um, uh, support and resources available to do so. Yeah, so I'm so Absolutely. so happy to have had this time with you. Um, it's been an honor and a privilege to uh, have this conversation. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, there's there's so many like free meditation websites out there. There's so many apps that can allow you to do it. You know, like I said, there's there's free guided meditations on my website. There's many classes that I've put on my website about you know intuition and, and body symptoms and things. And there's you know, I even have a, a, a class that you can take online. Um, I think that that are all these meditations and things designed to help you get in contact with your spirit and develop that relationship further and to actually begin hearing your spirit, specific ways to meditate, techniques you can use. Um, but there's there's so many ways. If you're if you're interested, you know, it's out there for you for sure. All right, Christine, thank you so much. I just want to give you an opportunity now to um, share with our listeners more about you and where they can find more about what you're doing in the world and what you're up to and how they can, how you can assist them. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm happy to talk to people about their, their physical symptoms or to channel guidance from them. I hear my spirit and I hear my client's spirit and, and sometimes guides that come through as well. So I'm happy if somebody's interested in a session, I always ask that they email me a recent photograph of themselves and any physical symptoms they want to ask about. And I will sit in meditation and connect to their spirit and make sure that I can help them because I never want to waste somebody's time or money. So I always make contact with a person's spirit ahead of time and make sure. And if if I can't, you know, help you, I will sometimes hear, you know, acupuncture would work or here's a good book to read or something to to start the person on their on their journey. So you know, you're welcome to reach out to me. And if I if I can help you, I will. I do Zoom sessions, uh, which is like Skype with clients all over the world. So that part's not a problem. And, you know, it's 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 really helpful to have a place to go to come see to come see you to come see me. But it's also important for people to not give their power away and to realize they can tap in themselves like you were you were talking about. And so I think that you know, developing that ability for yourself is is really important. And there's tools on my website to help. It's it's um, Christine Lang, L-A-N-G, christinelang.org, O-R-G. And you can access my online class through there, and you can also email me through there if you have any questions you want to ask. Beautiful. Thank you. Awesome. Sure. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking this time. This has been really great. <laughs> it's been fun. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by the Consciousness Network. The Consciousness Network's mission is to establish, promote, and advance conscious communities. It contributes to local and global well-being through its ongoing programs, which serve as meeting spaces, training grounds, resource schools, and a support network to help the Santa Barbara and Southern California community fulfill its potential and impact the world. The Consciousness Network strengthens the bonds between all of us, creating relationships through which true healing, service, and transformation can take place. For more information and to sign up, 
the Consciousness Network may be contacted at www.consciousnessnetwork.org. So if you enjoyed being with us on this podcast today, I would really love it if you join me on my website. It's reagantompson.com. And on my website, you'll find any upcoming events. If you prefer to get into an event, there's even a place that you can buy your tickets for the event, as well as testimonials you can check out there, as well as audios and podcasts. This is all free on my website. I have been hearing repeatedly from people, not only locally uh, and around the world, that they're getting a lot of benefit out of hearing the audios, which are offering wonderful healing techniques for you to bring into your life. So I hope that you also join me and partake in these free offerings. You can follow me on social media at Reagan underscore Thompson. That would be so wonderful. Wow, that was a really beautiful interview with Christine. I am feeling really thankful for the time that we had together. She really has exquisite um, knowledge and wisdom to share with us all around, tapping into our divine intuition. For that, I am so grateful. So please know that you too have one and you can enter into that journey anytime you wish of becoming a more intuitive, wise being and watching your life change dramatically for the better in all areas of your life. It really is what's possible. So thank you. Thank you so very much for joining me today. Blessings.